on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, it's a new year, but it's the same old stories on the front pages, all to do with housing. The front of the Irish Daily Mail has more from the daft.ie report looking at last year and ahead to this year. 30,000 buyers for just 11,000 homes is the main story on the front of the mail. A record number of first-time buyers are chasing the lowest supply of housing stock nationwide for more than a decade. A new report revealing that there are just over 11,000 homes available to buy nationally. That's the fewest now since 2012 when 60,000 homes were on the market and the number of properties on the market also less than half of the pre-COVID average of 24,200 homes available for sale in 2019. Uh, And experts seem to believe that the reason why there's a lack of second-hand homes for sale is because of rising interest rates from the ECB. So people who own their houses reluctant to sell up and move because of maybe a poorer mortgage package deal that they might get. Uh, they could lose a fixed rate deal and have to go to higher rates. That's all in the daft.ie report. We'll have more on that on News Talk throughout the morning. Then staying with housing and the housing crisis, the front of the Irish Independent, landlords will need more tax breaks, says Minister. And this is the Minister responsible, Minister Dara O'Brien. Tax cuts for landlords introduced in the budget can be further strengthened to keep good landlords in the market, maybe get rid of the bad landlords out there. Uh, a temporary tax break for small landlords worth up to €1,000 each year was introduced in the budget, which allows for a tax relief uh, for uh, the rental income, basically, that they get. But Minister Darrow O'Brien saying that the tax cut could be increased as part of Budget 2025, which is in about... 10 months' time, but we're already talking about the budget for this year. The Irish Times looks at the road debts figures. We heard it there. Um, Awful to hear 184 people dying in collisions, many, many more seriously injured, many with life-altering injuries. And the Irish Times makes the point that as road deaths rose, the number of Garda Road officers fell. Garda Road's policing numbers continued to fall last year. 47 fewer officers than at the beginning of the year, according to new data. Uh, And this comes, obviously, on top of those road safety authority figures of the fatality rate, the highest in almost a decade there. The Irish Daily Star, Shea, tells of heartache, an awful Christmas for former Ireland goalkeeper Shea Given. Um, You may have heard about this. He lost his brother and an uncle over the Christmas holidays and he says it'll never be the same after those two relatives died. Uh, And just a reminder that for Christmas it can be a very difficult period for people and unfortunately a lot of people die around Christmas time. Uh, The Irish Examiner, Vradker, is talking about the dart for Cork. Good news if you're in the uh, People's Republic this morning. A dart-style train for Cork is viable within the next five to ten years. Now, Leo Vradker has ruled out starting Cork's east-west light rail system immediately, but he said plans for the city's public transport would focus on buses and trains. Um, This light rail system would have 25 stops and a 45-minute journey along its full length. Leo Vradker says it's a good idea, but isn't the priority at this time. But it looks like a dart-style system for Cork 
could be there within the next decade, although we've had promises about things like Metrolink, of course, in the past as well. So it may or may not be in 10 years' time. Ryan Tuberty is uh, getting ready this morning for his new job. He's on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror and the front of the Irish Sun. The Mirror says Tuberty's Rye Turn. Ryan Tuberty will return to the airwaves today for the first time since the RT scandal last summer. And then the Irish Sun, Ryan and Shine. Ryan Tuberty has been tipped to crack the tough UK radio market by Terry Wogan's son. Mark Wogan reckons Ryan Tuberty can emulate the success of his late father. Dad always said Ryan Tuberty was one of the people who could do it. So Ryan Tuberty starting on air today with his virgin show uh, and I see ads in the papers actually this morning, including the front of the Irish Sun for the Ryan Tuberty show, uh, which is on Virgin and Q102 as well in Ireland. So uh, he still manages to make newspaper headlines after the RT payments uh, controversy over the summer. Inside the papers, Irish Independent talking about hospital food. I know it used to be a joke the way people described hospital food and how it wasn't very appetising. I had heard that it had really improved. Unfortunately, not for some patients, though, because the Indo says that hospital patients have complained of being served meals of air-chilled mush, out-of-date or half-eaten yogurts, cold tea and going nearly all day without a glass of water. Dreary and unappetising hospital meals continue to blight the stay of some patients. They also have an interview with one of those patients saying that they kind of don't understand how if you wouldn't eat it yourself, why would you hand it up to a patient lying in a hospital bed? Uh, And these are details of complaints made to HICWA by patients about hospital foods. One relative of a patient said he was told abruptly that the kitchen was closed. He rang me very upset. Eventually he was given a very cold turkey sandwich. Another revealed her relative rang me on several occasions looking for a glass of water. So they struggled to even get a drink of water in uh, whatever hospital this was in. The complaints were made by angry patients and their relatives to HICWA and uh, they've been released under freedom of information. It seems like there's certainly some work to be done in getting rid of the notion that hospital food is bad. Uh, There have been improvements, uh, particularly in some of the maternity hospitals. I see people tweeting the food that they get and they're very impressed with it, but unfortunately, some people not happy with it. Now, you probably got a scented candle or two over Christmas. The Mail says, though, that there's a risk associated with scented candles. So, uh, burning them could be harmful for your health. Using the fragrances is linked to migraines, irritation of the eyes and throat, and a greater risk of respiratory diseases. This is according to researchers at a university in Hungary. The Mail says that scented candles place an additional burden on the liver which I never would have thought about before, and our metabolic processes are not prepared to process them either. So burning candles uh, seems to be a source of pollution inside. Other people are addicted to scented candles and feel that they relax them in the home. Lots of new TV starting. Um, There's loads of new shows starting up and we're looking at Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother in the Sun. ITV has a €2 million war chest to attract some celebrities for this 
uh, edition of Celebrity Big Brother. Number one on the list of people that they want, apparently, is Louis Walsh. Uh, they want high profile names for the show. And just a reminder, Big Brother now is going to be on ITV, not Channel 4, not Channel 5. It's doing the rounds of all these English stations. ITV has bought the rights and uh, they reckon that Louis Walsh is number one on the list. They also want to get Fergie, not the pop singer, but the uh, Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. And they want to get Rebecca Vardy. I think a lot of people would tune in if you'd Louis, Fergie and Rebecca Vardy on the show. And apparently they've lots of money to spend on them. Now, a couple of stories to do with food in today's paper. I'm ignoring all the rubbish about New Year's resolutions in the papers because it's just silly stuff that's going on. But anyway, in the mirror, uh, if you're lying in bed this morning at quarter past six, first of all, lucky you, we're all jealous. But secondly, you should get up out of bed and eat your breakfast because the mirror tells us that eating earlier breakfasts and dinners may cut the risk of having a heart attack or stroke. A study showed people whose first meal of the day was at 9am were 6% more likely to develop cardiovascular disease than those who ate at 8am. And if you have your dinner after 9pm at night, well, first of all, it'll lay heavy on you. But secondly, it also raises the risk of uh, some cardiovascular disease as well. So that's grand. So you're supposed to have your breakfast early, but then they're also saying that you should leave a big gap between your dinner and your breakfast the next day. So you nearly have to get the calculator out to work out how long it is between meals and staying with food in the Telegraph. It is the 2nd of January. Easter is on the 31st of March this year. But already shoppers are noticing Easter eggs on supermarket shelves at New Year. Uh, This is in the UK, but I'm sure it's happening here in Ireland as well. Co-op and Tesco are already selling Easter eggs four months before the Easter break. I would have thought they'd nearly be gone off by the time Easter comes round or more likely that people would probably eat the Easter eggs before Easter Sunday. But people are tweeting pictures uh, saying it's not even 2024 yet and already Easter eggs are for sale. Now, what Tesco is saying is uh, we know some of our customers like to buy their eggs early. I don't know who these people are, but apparently Tesco have customers who want to buy their eggs early. And so Tesco says we've started selling a selection in some of our stores. Uh, let's get over the New Year first, get over New Year's Eve and then start selling the Easter eggs. Anyway, those are some of the stories in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.